the International Digital Dental Academy podcast. Welcome to the future of dentistry. Hi everybody, today we're here in Palmer at Exacat Insights and we're going to be running a few interviews. This first one we have the pleasure of chatting to Wally Rennie. I'm here. Of mod fame, 3D printing fame, guru, god of digital dentistry in the US. Don't know about that. Right I, yeah, I don't yeah. know about all that, but yeah. I'd say so. Well, I'd say so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what are we going to talk about, Wally? I mean, let's talk about 3D printing. Okay. Well, we all like 3D printing, right? 3D printing is the future of digital industry. Yes, absolutely. So, I think, you know what, there's some really cool, exciting things going on at the minute. Why don't you tell us, first off, about some of those new developments you were talking about in the group. Yeah. We had those, the new regulations in the US yes. with resins. Yes. And how that's going to change things with, with zirconia particles and things like that. That's yeah, so, awesome. yeah, so um, starting January 2023, yeah. there's completely new regulatory adjustments being made to the code yeah. which enables dentists to be able to bill a printed restoration as a definitive ceramic restoration. Nice. So it's completely flipping the game of what's possible with printing and what that's doing is it's causing companies to really innovate yeah. in the material space. Focusing on that. They're really focusing on having a high quality printable polymer yeah. um, with a high zirconia content, high filler content, yeah. low, um, that's, that's able with, to really hold up to ceramic counterparts. Yeah. Do you think we're going to surpass what we've got with uh, some of the milling um, materials that we have at present at some point? Not, any, one. not anytime soon. So I, I aesthetics. Aesthetics, yes. I mean, with printing, our aesthetics are getting better and better. Yeah. But when you talk about a milled polymer or a milled zirconia, long term, um, they're just really good materials that I'm not going to be able to tell you straight faced yeah. that a printed material is going to ex exceed those me mechanical properties. No. Um, I'd be lying to you if I did say that. But what I will tell you mm. is that we're going to be able to have printed resins that meet or exceed any milled polymers. Yes. Well, that's one of the things that, you know, from, you know, we did the uh, the lecture and some of the things you've been posting recently. Yeah. You know, they, they're printed resins surpassing the properties of a milled composite material that you would use for inlays, onlays, that sort of thing. Yes. So realistically, you don't need a milling machine for the bread and butter dentistry that we do. I mean, not really. I mean, it depends on your philosophy. Some people yeah. like uh, um, zirconia and they only want zirconia. Yeah. Monolithic zirconia, nothing else will work, right? Yeah. But there's a group of clinicians that really believe that, um, and, and mostly in the biomimetic crowd, that yeah. really believe that a material that has the mechanical properties that most closely match dentin and enamel are yeah. better than something that's super strong like a zirconia that's, yeah. you know, the indestructible artificial. artificial thing in the mouth. Yeah. And, and you know what? We're not even going to go into the whole, you know, polished versus non-polished and all of that. But oh yeah, yeah. The reality of composite it works well, especially people who wear the teeth. So you know, if we've got it's something dynamic. that surpasses, yeah, I think there's going to hopefully be a middle road because don't forget, I mean, we used a lot of materials which were milled um, over the years with CAD CAM, which had nowhere near the strength. Phenomenal. Of I mean, let's talk about Vita Mark II, Empress. Yeah. Um, even the old Paradigm blocks yeah. from 3M, um, Sarah Smart 270, 
Tetric Cat. I mean, no all idea. these all these polymers yeah. have phenomenal success rates. In fact, if you look at the um, retrospective studies and also the the systematic reviews and meta analyses, yeah. those materials have phenomenal success rates. Even yeah. when compared to zirconia and, and Emacs, they're they're right up there. Yeah. So how strong do we need to go? Yeah. Uh, well, with a bondable printable resin, yeah. I think we're going to be able to offer solution for those clinicians who don't want to buy a mill. Yeah. Uh, but yet want to be able to offer same day restorations to the validated workflow. Of course, yeah. because what we're finding is that if you say print on a non-approved printer yeah. and you cure in a non-approved cure box, yeah. your mechanical properties could be they do change. very, very different. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen them myself. And listen, I'm, we kind of stay in the middle of this. There's this hot debate, sure. validated, non-validated, but you know, at the end of the day, each their own with how you feel about it. Sure. But if you're going to put something in a patient's mouth, should it really be a controlled thing that's you know, you know that when that's done, it's done the right way, looks the best way, but also functions the right way. Well, so in those sort of situations, it's kind of necessary, right? I mean, you know, I got a kind of a sneak peek at all the testing that goes on yeah. from the back end. And uh, for example, if you print a crown on a validated workflow, it should have a 95 or higher degree of conversion of the methacrylate esters. Yeah. When you do a direct resin, you're about 50, 60%. Wow. When you print on a non-approved printer, yeah. you're at 50, 60%. So this thing is like so you, you might as well just squirt some composite in a, in a, yeah. and make a crown or something. I mean, the, the, the value of printing is that we could fine tune a restoration to the perfect anatomical contours yeah. and then properly polymerize that yeah. using proper methods, yeah. which makes the mechanical properties skyrocket. Do you know what? I think, I don't think people probably realize because it's all very new to a lot of people, sure. 3D printing, and, and they just see a 3D printer that's sub 1,000 or a printer that's thousands. And you know what? I think you have to put it in terms that we all do composites, and those composites, we can see a massive variation sure. in the light cure, right? Sure. So it's something not. which is really easy to think about, yeah. you get a crappy light cure, yeah. it's going to do a crappy job, and you're going to get a soggy bottom composite. So, you know, it's going to have the same sort of impact. And I don't blame people. I was right there, Adam. Yeah. I had I had my $500 frozen printer, not to knock on any brand, because no, no. yeah. they make some good equipment. And yeah. I had a... Have they got their own validated ones as well? They do have validated yeah. ones, and that's important. Yeah. But then I had... But this was way back. Yeah. And then I had my old homemade cure box yeah, that yeah. was like and I was like God, this was years ago right I was, this is awesome do you know what years ago you, these people if they're listening the new to this they don't probably know the old days of 3D printing yeah. where we were getting nail nail, nail cures yeah. with these turning tables putting them inside yeah. putting them over glass mirrors all that I, wow. I, I love that stuff but you know what that kind of gave printing a bad name because prosthetics would stain yeah. they would break yeah. they would wear People say it looks like it came out of a you know a Halloween tea, especially with density. Oh yeah, they, yeah. you know they, 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 it gave it a bad name. Yeah, and I was so excited about it. I looked through that. Yeah. But now with when you talk about the manufacturers are really trying to up the quality. Yeah. So that we could we could seriously take this as a definitive yeah. permanent tooth. Yeah, well, it's better for everything, especially. Some, I'll tell you what, to move on to a different subject. Looking around here at Insights, yeah. there's some really, really cool, like new resins that people have been working on. Yeah. There was one guy upstairs, I won't mention brands, but it had, um, there was, oh, what was it? It was at um, a renewable, 
Ah, God, which can... What did they have for fruits? Soy resin. Soy resin. Oh, yeah, it's a water washable. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, I mean, I love stuff like for models, right? Yeah, for models. You know, obviously, you're not going to put a soy-based no, tooth this. in a face mask. I mean, unless you can, I don't know. That'd be nice, right? Who knows? Renewables. There's, there's a certain uh, yeah. population that might like organic, yeah. plant-based teeth. Yeah. Uh, you so. know, I, I think it's really cool to see the innovations. What an exciting time to be a dentist right now. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, I just kind of think, you know, more, this year, there's so many milling machines. Yes. I kind of think they're all kind of spreading out more and more, but I don't know how long that's got left in it. How many years are it? You know, I think we're, we're about a decade. We're, we're a good 10 years where milling is still going to be around. Yeah. I, I mean, and this is less, a guy coming. Right? I'm all about printing, right? Yeah. But, but milling, you know, your monolithic zirconias and your peak, your polyether ether ketones and yeah. all those like industrial grade polymers, yeah. your titaniums and your cobalt chromes, yeah. all good technology. Yeah. But there's room for printing. And I think where printing is going to really take off yeah. is your, your average general dentist. Yeah. They're not going to get a mill. No, no, no. no. They're going to get a printer, maybe some phenomenal software like ExoCAD, yeah. and they're going to just go crazy doing amazing dentistry with that printer. Well, I'll tell you another thing I think is probably something that will expand more in printing is printing with resins. At the end of the day, the human body, for all the you know, metals, that sort of material that we use, it's very, very proven and hard and long-wearing. Yep. The human body isn't metal. So, you know, if we've got things that we can use in validate workflows, really fine tune so that it picks up properties of flex, yes. you know, movements of the jaw, dynamic. that sort of thing, dynamic things yeah. that, that the body has, yeah. then maybe that'll work better long term. I don't know. Well, well I mean, I have a few printed crowns in my mouth, Adam. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, and that's just where you preach, right? You, you got to. The yeah. studies are showing that. Printed resins wear about the same rate as enamel. Yeah. Um, so they're 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 able to. You get little wear facets in them. They're they're able to be dynamic. And what's really cool is there's no limit on thickness. No. Uh, we routinely print half a millimeter thick occlusal overlays yeah. and just bond them on. Yeah. Awesome. Well, some of the things like we get with XCAD now, where we're doing Smart Crater, I know you're a big it. fan of. Big fan. Where we're printing direct composite editions. Love it. Future composite bonding, obviously. I got rid of yeah. the option. Stents. I don't do that. Yeah. No more stents. To, right? No injection molded. I mean, no. think Keep about the contacts it. better. Everything's everything's perfect. Yeah. A bit it. of ortho, pre-ortho, align, bond. Always nice. do a little bit of a pre-ortho liner. Yeah. And then a and then a no prep, minimum prep conservative printed veneer. Yeah. You could print minimal dentistry. 300 microns thick easy on a printer. That's nice. It's beautiful. Right. We talked enough printer. Why don't we finish off tell us about you, Wally? Me? Tell the tell the audience where are you from? How did you get into doing all this digital Golly. stuff? 15 years in academics. Yeah. Um, I started the, the first uh, two-year master's degree in digital dentistry back at, in the USA. Yeah. I know you guys are well known for that. And I have a passion for teaching digital dentistry. I mean, I just yeah. want everybody to know how much fun it is. Yeah, it is fun, right? To use this technology on your patients. Definitely. I mean, I wouldn't practice without it. Do you know what? I think some of the best things that I do in the daytime, the, the things that I love beyond the physical side of dentistry, yeah. is when you've got a patient, you show them the video, you show them the 3D interactive side, and they their eyes it. open, and they see what's there. That's just a beautiful thing, right? It's, a, it's amazing. Consent, 
Perfect. It's 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 a way to really explain what you can achieve. Yeah. So we do. Uh, we have a training center, of course, the Mod Institute. Yeah. Where we train people from all over how this to do. This is new, right? You yeah. set this up after moving from That's MSC. Right. That's right. So yeah. this is all um, my kind of center, and then uh, I also have a practice where. I implement those very same workflows into patient care. Yeah. So we do a lot of 3D printed mock-ups and trial smiles and yep. even um, we have we have probably over a thousand 3D printed veneers in place. Wow. That's permanent. Impressive. Permanent. Over a thousand. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but the patients love them because um, you know there's FDA cleared resins for that indication of use for permanent yeah. veneers. Yeah. And we we price them at a rate they could afford. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing is that with composite, not everybody can afford the full, you know, Emacs or I whatever. Love Emacs, by the way. Silicon, it's, you know. it's great, but not everybody can afford it. No, exactly. So if we open up a different market and keep minimal. It's got to be very good minimum. For the it's reversible usually. Yeah. <clears throat> very affordable. Yeah. And we're, we have. Uh, follow-ups now and they look beautiful. Yeah. They still look beautiful. And I don't think there's probably the appreciation from you know the, the crowd who do a lot of composite bonding and just how much it's going to be a game changer for them. It's rather than extensive, you know. Also, I don't know if you've seen this like a thing in the UK and it's um, Isn't it like that mold, like mold a little with, clear. Yeah, with metal strips in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, listen, each their own. But the benefit of composite bonding with individual pieces, you can keep a really nice curved contour without worrying about stray margins. Yeah. I think that's going to solve a lot of problems. Printed resin veneers will replace direct resin. Yeah. And, and there's even people in the States doing all their fillings printed. Yeah. So, I mean, crazy. Beautiful, excited times. It's exciting. Right? I love it. Should we say about the 3D printing event? Should we announce it? I, I, I thought that was we a don't. secret. It is a secret, but maybe we should give them a glimpse without a specific date. I don't know. We can always cut this. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we're thinking that uh, you might want to come back to Parma next year. Uh, we'll be doing a, a 3D printing event, IDDA X Mod. Um, it's going to be a worldwide event, so yes. we're going to have some international speakers. Uh, watch this space, that's going to be very cool. So hopefully awesome. the website will be up and running, we can tag along this that's when right. we announce this. That's right. Can't but wait. Otherwise, it's been a lovely time to you. Right? Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Definitely. All right. All right. Take care. The International Digital Dental Academy Podcast. Welcome to the future of dentistry.